Welcome back and thank you for joining us again on this episode of Your Health and Your Wellness. I'm your host Larry for Sculpted Bodies and I'm doing this podcast to educate everyone or whoever tunes into this particular podcast on health issues or health related issues dealing with physical health, mental health, and emotional health. So today, I want to focus on obesity and overweight. And this is something that we're having a huge problem with here in the United States and us as a people because it's something that we've been trying to tackle for years but never really got a grasp on it because we tend to ignore these things and that it even exists. So I'm just going to dive right in and, you know, and I'm going to, you know, give you some specs. I'm going to give you some, some averages and things like that based upon, you know, some insurance companies, the CDC and other health officials and doctors. Okay, and scientists who, you know, study this thing and do, and do surveys and do experiments and do studies, you know, with the general public and people who are affected by obesity and people who are overweight to try to come up with a solution to help us to understand it better and how we can change our lifestyle to be healthy. Now, what they, what we, what I do understand from being, you know, in the health field and being in the fitness field for over 20 years is to understand that not everybody's the same. Like I said in the last episode, you know, my last podcast, that everybody's the same, everybody is different. So we have to look at everything across the board, not just on one particular race, creed, or color, not, you know, one ethnic background. You know, not just, you know, one particular culture in hand, but all the cultures and how each one of our cultures and the way that we were raised and the foods that we eat and our lifestyles attribute to this, this, this thing that's, you know, that's, let, let, that's talked about, but not understood. So let, let's do it that way. So. First things first, let, let's get into, you know, obesity and what the definition of obesity is. So, a disorder involving excessive body fat that increases the risk of health problems. There you go. That's obesity. Now, let's dive into and talk about overweight. That definition. Weight above what's considered healthy often measured by body mass index or BMI. That's what it is. So now, there you go. So you know, they, they're both all in the same. It's just that the range that they're giving us is making a difference between the two. So what is body mass index? A value derived from mass and height of a person's expressed in units of kilograms. So they measure you by your kilograms, by by a person's height, you know, their body mass and their height. So that's the body mass index overall. 
So now let's look at this. Some of the, some of our health issues are hereditary, so they're passed down from our grandparents to our parents and to us. Some some disorders lie dormant until we get of certain age, or it may hit us early. So. The main topic here, like I said, I'm just going to go into obesity and overweight because this is something that needs to be addressed and is not being addressed because there are certain other, there's another issue that's pressing us right now to, you know, push us out of focusing on this because this could be one of the other problems that contributes to most of the deaths here in the United States from COVID-19. So... Let's let's do this. Let let's go with um, what you know overweight and you know obesity does to you. It leads to health conditions such as type two diabetes and high blood pressure and other things that 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 comes along with that. So let's look at it like this: more than one third of adults in the United States are obese and that's 36.5% of the nation here here this is adults not kids I'm focusing on the adults not the kids this is adults 36.5% one third of the adults here in the United States are beast and 32.5% are overweight is there big difference between the numbers not at all 4% 4% so now let's look at that 4% you know between the two whether you're obese or overweight so now now how does this happen how does how do we change this lifestyle change the way that we eat things the way that we we go about making ourselves more mobile uh, more active that's the thing but you got to remember some of these issues lie in if it's hereditary hereditary something that is given to us or passed down through our genes from generation to generation. Some lie dormant until we get older. Some become more relevant at adolescence. So I want you to think about that. I want you to think about that. So you gotta you gotta understand that. So you know it is it, something that that needs to be addressed, that's being addressed a whole lot of times. But now since this COVID has hit, you know, now we understand that people with underlying issues are more likely to have consequences of death or long-time health issues because of this underlying issue or issues that we fail to attack you, fail to attack as we get older. If you understand where I'm coming from, you 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 see this. Um, so now let's say this. So let let's let's give the ratios and the ratios and let's give um, 
I'm going to give you some facts here, some some study facts and and things and what the guidelines are and what they say. So, overweight person, somebody that's overweight may have a body mass of 25 to 29 kilograms. So, person that's obese will have a body mass index of 30 plus kilograms. Morbid obese people will have a body mass of 40 kilograms or more. So the average male here in the United States, average male body mass index for a male is 26.6. This is average. For a female, 26.5. Is there a big difference? Not at all. Not at all. So now we got to figure this out. What can we do to change that? Are there anything or is there anything that we can do? Yes, there's a lot that we can do. So you got to think about it. If a man right now, this is the overweight average in America. The average weight of a man now, they say is 197 pounds. And that's a person that's overweight. For women, it's 170 pounds. The report also found that Americans' waist have expanded considerably during this time period by an average of more than an inch in men and more than two inches in a woman. This is this is people that are overweight overweight you know so and it, and, it, and it goes even deeper so another another thing it, it says about women here it is 20 years old and up the average woman is 170 pounds and that's if she's 5 feet 4 inches tall and the average waist circumference is 36.8 and hey man it's 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 crazy so now we got to look at you know it it the younger that you are you're more susceptible of you know being overweight and th- this is just overweight we're not even talking about obesity right now we're talking about overweight so Nearly 40% of American adults aged 20 and over are obese. 71.6% of adults aged 20 are overweight, including obesity. And this was a survey done by Harvard. Okay? In 2017 to 2018. I wonder if that's changed. I wonder if that has changed. We we will never know. We will never know until we start doing something about it. That means changing our lifestyles, changing the way we eat, find out what's going on with us health consciously, you know, getting a checkup, getting our blood work done so we can understand what's going on with our bodies. Now, they only talk about three types 
of overweight and obesity. You know, obesity, overweight, and morbid obesity. Okay? But there are 59 types of obesity, folks. Yes. Yes. We have 25 genes that are linked to obesity that have now been uncovered. Interesting, isn't it? I tell you, once you do your research and you you know you want to find a topic to focus on so you can help educate people and have them to understand, you know, hey, this is a big problem. We have a problem here in the United States that we need to change. I'm not even going to say about the world. I'm just focusing on us here in the United States as a people. Dealing with obesity, no matter what age you are, and overweight, no matter what age you are. You know, a lot of people can't lose weight. So what they have to do, they have to go and get surgery. But in order for you to get that surgery, you have to go to the doctors. Sometimes you have to lose weight in order for them to do the procedure on you. And not only that, when they're when you're going in for these procedures, a bariatric procedure, you have to take a psychological evaluation. You didn't know that, did you? Yes, before the doctor can actually do any type of surgery on you, they have to perform a psychological evaluation on you to see where you are going into this surgery and how do you feel about this surgery and what effects it's going to have on you after the surgery is done. There we go, folks. So now we got to think about this. You know, what, what is it? How can we do this? How can we fight this? And, and this is, this is, you know, dealing with, you know, obesity and overweight. And, and, and overweight is, is, you know, hey, how do we, how do we, uh, you know, combat this? So that being said, you know, I, I want you guys to, to think about this and think about the underlying health issues that you may not know about that may raise concern. Think about your 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 aunts, your uncles, and all those. You look at pictures of them when they were younger. Have they changed? Have they have as they get older? Have their bodies changing, changed, or have they been the same? So now you got to find out. You know what's hereditary in your your family tree on both sides, mother and father side. You know what gene is there lying dormant waiting to explode on you as you get older. I want you to think about that. Uh, I I, I want us to, to think about that. You know, dealing with obesity and dealing with overweight. You know, some people, some people are happy with the way that they are. Some people are not happy with the way that they are. Some people are happy with the way that they feel. Some people are not happy with the way that they feel. So, you know, you got to think about that too. So, you know, what are, well, how can we combat this and keep it under control? How can we keep it under control? 
I've had friends who've done the you know the you know the bariatric procedure. Some of them came well. The ones that I know or that I've seen did absolutely well. They kept the weight off. They're happy. They're exercising. It, it was hard for them in the beginning, but now they feel great about themselves. So that's the thing. Do you feel great about yourself? Are you confident in the way that you look? Confident in the way you feel? Or you're going to fall into the stereotypical category where people say you're overweight, you're too fat, you're too skinny, this is this, this and that. Don't let society shape you. Don't let society shape you. You got to take these matters into your own hand. Don't be scared to make a change. Make a change for the better. Understand what's going on with you, your body, and your family. That's what we need to do. We need to tackle this obesity thing and tackle it in a way where as though everybody can become healthy in their own way. And I'm going to give you some examples. I'm going to give you some examples. When you look at professional athletes, when you look at professional athletes, I'm going to look at, let's go at the ones that, that the contact sports. Let, let, let's look at rugby. If you look at rugby, you know, we, uh, you look at those guys as big guys, six foot two and six foot five, you know, at 200 pounds or 230 pounds, 240 pounds. And you have some of them that are like 260 pounds. But if you look at them, most of them are in the best condition, in the best shape of their life. But you know something? You wouldn't know that because you look at them as fat guys. But I guarantee you, some of them guys are just as healthy as a person that is 160 pounds and muscular versus them that's 100 or not 100 but 260 pounds. They're just as healthy. Y'all look at these, you know, these gigantic football players. It's like, oh my God, these guys are out of shape. Da, 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 da. Let me tell you from experience. You'd be surprised that just because those guys are big, yes, they may be overweight, they may be obese, according to some guidelines, but that's naturally who they are as people. They're healthy specimens. They wouldn't be healthy if they passed the physical. You oh, you got to pass a physical in order for you to step on the field or order for you to make the roster. You have to go through a physical to see if you're healthy, to see if you're able to play that game. Every sport here in the United States require you to get a physical before you actually play. Now, as I was saying, you may look at, you know, some of our some of our relatives are overweight. Some of them, some are more obese. But you ask them, how do you feel? I feel great. We may get on them, we may try to change them, but some people you just can't change because they're comfortable. No matter how you try to change their mind and get them to feel that they're comfortable, whether they're obese or overweight. But society says that overweight, being fat, is a sin. Being overweight is a sin. You have to look like Susie over there or Mary Jane 
or Anita or Tanya. You have to look like them. You have to have this nice curvy body. You have to be, you know, you know, a hundred and 30 pounds, 120 pounds to look good or feel good about yourself. No. No. Now, where does this all play into obesity and overweight? I'm trying to get you guys to look at a a bigger picture here. The picture is looking at a human being for who they are in their skin. If you have underlying issues, I'm telling you, go get a checkup. Find out what is going on. Ask your parents what gene or what is hereditary that's been carried down from their, from your grandparents to them to you. Like I said, sometimes there are underlying issues that lie dormant. And then they hit you as you get older, as you get to your 30s and 40s. Sometimes your 50s, hey, it may hit you in your 60s. It may come out and be like, damn, howdy. I've been waiting all so long to come out and do this, and now I'm here. You see it. So how do we change this? Easy. We find out what our underlying issues are. Find out what your culture is. Do a background check on your culture. Where you come from, your people. Then you'll find out if it's hereditary. But you also gotta look at our culture itself. You know, the foods that we eat, the way that we live, the way we go about doing things, cultural things within our culture of people. And you'd be surprised. Sometimes our work can make us overweight and obese because we sit at a desk all the time or we drive a bus all the time or we're just sitting around doing something that is not active. You can be active and overweight. You can be active and obese. Yes, you can. Overall, being health, being healthy. So that's, that's, that's the thing. There's a cure to everything. Some people don't want to be cured. Have you ever thought about that? Some people don't want to be cured. So wouldn't you want to be cured if you had an illness? Wouldn't you want to figure out what's going on? Of course you would. <laughs> of course you would. You, you would definitely want to find out what's going on with that. So, here we go. Most common causes for obesity. Okay. These are the these are these are the, the, the ones. Physical activity. Not being active because we have a sedentary job. We're not doing anything. We're sitting behind a desk. We're pushing buttons. We're sitting behind the wheel of a car, driving all day. Overeating. Some of us binge eat because we're upset, depressed. Emotional eating. Yes, or sometimes my mom used to always say this. Your eyes are bigger than your stomach. Which means you see everything and you want to eat it, no matter what it is. And I think this should be number one on the list, genetic. 
What is genetically in your DNA that causes you to be obese and overweight? I mentioned this earlier in the podcast. I mentioned this earlier. So now, this, I think, should be number one. Another one on this list, believe it or not, a diet high in simple carbohydrates. I mean, anything that's, that's sugar-based. Anything that's high in sugar. Come on now. We all got that sweet tooth. A lot of us have a sweet tooth. And some of us have what they call a sour tooth or a sour cause, a taste for something. You know, like salty things. Oh yeah, that's another one. But that leads to high blood pressure. <gasps> oh my God, high blood pressure. Oh, But yes. Now, another common cause of obesity. Here we go. Frequency of eating. Frequency of eating. Eating once a day or twice a day or not eating at all. Skipping meals. Your food is a source of fuel for your body. You take it in at considerable small amounts, it will work for you. But you also got to be active to help with the situation. Another thing that causes obesity is medication. Medications, folks. Medications. You may be 120 pounds, but then they put you on a steroid. They put you on these different medications. And you gain 40 or 50 pounds off of it because of a condition that you have. Which goes back to genetics. And which goes by things that are hereditarily passed down to you. So now you got to think about that. Here we go. I I just mentioned these things, you know, and psychological factors. Some people say that they're too skinny. You look in the mirror every day and you see yourself. Are you happy with what you see? Are you disgusted with what you see? Hey, that all plays along with everything psychologically that interferes with us. So, you know, they're, they're, they're the non-calming causes uh, of obesity, you know? So, it, that's, you know, so that's the thing. So, the thing is, going into prevention of this thing, is we just got to get out and move around. Be active. Be functioning. You know? Change the way that we do things. Change the way that we eat. Avoid our friends when they want to go out and have all these burgers and beers and stuff. And you're trying to, you know, keep the waist small. And you're trying to not, you know, eat things that's going to trigger you to go into that stage of where as though your body may not handle it the way that it wants to. Okay. Another thing. Monitor your weight regularly. I tell my clients, hey, you know, how do we do this? Hey, get on a scale every two weeks. Get on a scale every two weeks. You know, find out, you know, let your body change. Don't get on it every day. Don't get on it every week. Sometimes I measure my clients. Don't you step on the scale. I know when you step on the scale because when you come in, you have a different attitude towards me. So I know how this works. And another thing is being consistent. Being consistent, following a plan that helps you 
Get with a nutritionist. Get with a personal trainer. Get with someone that's going to help you change your lifestyle. To help you to understand what's going on. Like I said in the last episode, my last podcast, there are these diet fads out there. A lot of people follow. Go to your doctor. Get blood. I'm, every time you hear me talk, I'm going to say get your blood work done. Figure out what's going on because your blood is your lifeline. Your blood tells a tale of you. And your genetics. And the things that hereditarily are in you and your family. So that's that's what I that that that's you know that's what I you know I encourage. Okay, but that on the other hand, you know, there's so many things that they do to measure this. So I'm gonna give you two: is waist to hip ratio, and then there's waist to height ratio. Okay, so they're they're the two that they that that you know they they that they do. And is 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 simple. So what it does. So the hip to waist ratio is a quick measure of fat distribution. They may help indicate the person's overall health. That's what it is. It is just you know it is just how your body distributes the weight that you have. So, you know, so they always ask you, you know, a lot of crazy things. You know, if someone's five foot tall, you know, should they maintain a waistline smaller than 33 inches or 84 centimeters? They say yes. But I'm like, not everybody's five five. Not everybody's going to have that small waistline. But, you know, that's what that that's what that's. But they go by. So, so the average hip size for a woman. This is average hip size for a woman here in the United States. Here we go. So it's 35 inches in the bust, 27 inches in the waist, and 37 inches in the hip. So the average hip size for a woman is 37 inches. How about that? Hey. 37 inches good? It's good in my book. I don't know about anybody else's. I can tell you that much. <laughs> but um, that's another way that they measure, you know, your, your body mass index and things like that. So here they go. Waist to, waist to height. Waist to height is basically the same thing. So it's basically the same thing. But this time it's going by your height. Not overall mass, but your height. So they're averaging your your waist to your height. So they ask, what is a good waistline or what is a a good, you know, waist to hip ratio? Is anywhere from one point to zero point zero four nine. That's average. That's healthy. So, that going over what obesity is, overweight, 
and things like that, percentages of people that are overweight here in the United States. And how can we deal with that? How do we stop this? How do we get a grab a hold of it? How do we do this? Like I said, none of this is scripted, folks. Uh, I, I don't have a script. You know, yes, I'm going to stumble over words and everything like that because it's based on fact. It's based on research. And it's based on experience and knowledge that I've acquired over the years. Now, if you have any questions or you have any thoughts, feel free to, you know, post a comment or, you know, respond any any way that you want. So I just wanted you guys to um, have fun and I hope you enjoy, you know, these podcasts that, that, that you know, I, I give and I hope that you learn something. You can always hit me up. I'm on Instagram, Sculpted Bodies PT. I'm always on, you know, podcasts and doing a podcast now. And it's your health and your wellness. So if you find this interesting and you like what you hear and the topics and the discussion that I do have, invite your friends. As I always say, invite your friends. Maybe they can learn something from it. So I hope you enjoyed, you know, this episode of Your Health and Wellness Your health and your wellness, your health and wellness, all the same. Thank you guys for tuning in. Until next time, be healthy, stay focused, live right. I'm your host, Larry, for Sculpted Bodies and your health and your wellness. Till next time, take care.